It's summer 2022, it's travel season, and a lot of people are beginning to travel. Well, at least they wanna travel, but they're having issues. The media is calling it revenge traveling because so many people were cooped up the last two years due to the virus and they wanna get out there and they wanna travel, but they're being faced with a lot of delays, a lot of cancellations, and a lot of bad service. The current White House administration doesn't have much to say about this. The Secretary of Transportation doesn't have much to say about this, Pete Buttigieg. And yet another American staple and way of life is being currently diminished in the wake of everything else that's going on. So we feel compelled to talk about this, get into some of the details and the intricacies of traveling and the lack thereof for summer 2022. Then we're gonna get into a law that Tennessee has passed. It's the first of its kind. They're the first state in the nation to pass such a law where they're making it a felony for homeless people to sleep in public spaces. We're gonna discuss why we think Tennessee is pushing such a law and where we think laws like this can lead to. Then finally, we're gonna wrap up the episode and discuss one last topic, and we're gonna talk about men getting vasectomies in the wake of Roe versus Wade. So yes, not necessarily men that had vasectomies planned, but men that think that it's their duty to get vasectomies since they feel women's rights in terms of having abortions has been taken away. Let's get into it. Yo, this is Hanging with Apes, an Audio Apes podcast. Real talk, real topics, no limits. Audio Apes, music with no boundaries. What's up, everybody? This is K Cartoon. This is Rx Phonics. We are the Audio Apes, and you are officially Hanging with Apes, a weekly Tuesday podcast where we discuss trending topics and current news with a philosophical and comedic flair and our take on it. Two guys from the south side of Chicago. There is explicit language at times, so be advised. Going over to our website, that's hangingwithapes.com. You can sign up for our newsletter. And if you want to listen to some really good rap and hip-hop, go to any major music streaming platform, type in Audio Apes, and our catalog pops up. It truly is the best. It truly is the best. Like always, if you're listening to us on Apple or Spotify, give us a five-star review. That helps us out a lot. If you want to help us stay independent, you can go to our website. You can donate an amount of your choosing, or you can buy some merchandise. The merch is awesome. The merch is amazing. And if you know somebody that would be interested in the things that we talk about on this show, please share the episode with them. We're on all podcast platforms. So it's summer 2022. We're in the mix. This is, uh, you guys actually hear this episode the day after Independence Day. So I hope everybody had a safe and uh, a great Independence Day. But, um, and you might be doing some traveling and, you know, that's good. But you should be aware that there are issues when it comes to traveling. The media is starting to talk about this a little bit more. Um, CBS did a report on it. And what we're seeing is a lot of flights be canceled, delayed, a lot of bad service in the midst of everything else that is bad right now. So 
airlines are jacking up prices. Obviously, that's because of fuel. That's because of inflation. Um, people want to travel. It's the summertime. And now they're getting to the airport and they're being hit with, you know, either a canceled flight or delayed flights. And yet another American staple and American way of life is being diminished in the midst of so many other aspects being diminished. And now when we were doing, you know, when we were in pre-production looking at this report, it was interesting because there was one particular guy talking in the CBS report about how, I guess for vacation, he's going to take his family to drive. They're going to drive somewhere for vacation. But it's not like that's that much better because <laughs> of how much gas costs. So I just find it interesting that we have... All of these aspects. So you go to the grocery store, you're paying way more than what you originally budgeted to pay. Getting to and from the grocery store, getting to and from uh, uh, work, getting to and from running your errands, that is way more than you originally budgeted to pay. Now, if maybe you are fortunate enough to scrape enough money and save enough money to go on a vacation with your family, with your friends, by yourself, whatever the case, now you're being hit with the idea that, oh, well, your flight might be canceled, your flight might be delayed, and things are just not the way you want them to be. And it's so interesting to me that like all of this happens and there's still so many people out there that don't put the pieces of the puzzle together yeah. in terms of, well, with the last administration, the way things were running before, these things weren't happening. Now, with all of that being said, I'm not totally 100% blaming the current administration because the airlines, there's a lot of culpability when it comes to the airlines and how they're handling things. And we're going to get into that a little bit. But still, at a certain point, you it begs to question, man... If you go down the checklist of where you were in accordance to certain aspects of your life, I mean, they all seem to be getting worse and worse. And now you could add summer traveling to the list. Yeah, well, I mean, to me, too, it's like my question becomes what uh, what did the airlines do with the bailout money? Like, did they have any? What did they do with it? I wouldn't want to find out because to be ill prepared over something that you know is going to happen like people are tired in, in the intro you said people are cooped up and and they want to travel you didn't think like to think uh like let's expedite certain things let's use some of our money to kind of incentivize people to to take on some pilot training get like a new workforce because i can understand uh, airlines telling people, oh, hey, retire. You're fine. But then if you get a new hire, you're getting the, the, the new hire at a lower price. Yeah. So I could see that. But like, did you like what did you do with, with any of the money? Did you sit there and kind of craft a plan? Or did you just like... Because that, that is one aspect it. that the report goes over is that a, a big portion of many airlines pilot workforce is that... A lot of these people were on the brink of retirement, 
So they sort of got paid to retire early, essentially. But like you're saying, is like, was there any strategy to it? Like, all right, well, we're going to replace these people, yeah. you know, with with some of this money that we're getting. And maybe we could train some people. Maybe yeah. there's people that work for us currently that maybe are interested in being pilots. And we could sort of cut a contract with them. Like, hey, we're going to put you through the pilot training. But you have to work for us a certain amount of years. Yeah. What have you. Something like that. But... It's like something that you said in pre-production. A lot of these people that are running these companies, they're not on the ground floor. Yeah. They're not dealing with, you know, the 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 people in the trenches, and so they're not getting a, a great and accurate view of how the company operates, and so they're making a lot of bad decisions. Coupled with the fact that you could go back several episodes of our show many episodes around the time of you know when the virus first started and you'll hear us say how we never even agreed with them being bailed out to begin with yeah so that's the other problem is that government creates a lot of these problems too yeah and then we also talked about uh the jab situation the mandatory jab for a lot of these people and they're like I don't we don't want to take a mandatory jab so and they quit yeah they quit so partly that partly you try to get rid of older pilots bought them out but where is the planning like where is the you know perhaps during Trump's uh, bid maybe he should have had like way more specific guidelines yeah as to what how why you'll get the money but also what what you have to do i think in hindsight though like we realize now that like nobody should have got the money yeah i like at a certain point and and i really uh, i'm on some i'm on some Rand paul slash ron paul shit when when it comes to this stuff is like stop already like at a certain point, you have to prepare for a rainy day. At a certain point, you got to realize that business is not always going to be booming. And while it is booming, you should use that as an opportunity to prepare yourself for when things are not always going as as great and as smoothly yeah. as they currently are. Yeah, then, then like, it's a broader question of, like, the PPP loan shit, which a lot of people were scamming. Yes. And it's like... Well, a lot of economists have researched that more of it was scams than have than actually went to help people. Yeah. And so to me, it's like, that's where Republicans don't have really a lot of vision. It's like they think they're going to be running the economy or running the, the nation, rather. Uh, f but if you don't, then what happens? You know what I mean? Like what? What? So now that we have Biden, <laughs> who doesn't do shit, will not be proactive about fixing certain things. Yeah. Just lets the shit burn down. Well, that I would say is partly Trump's fault, like, and his administration. Like, you guys don't think ahead. Just like with the Patriot Act with Bush, like, yeah. you thought the shit was sweet, and then now look at where we're at with the surveillance state yeah. and people like. I, and I feel like that is one big 
uh, issue that Republicans in general have. It's like because you're in charge and because things go smoothly because you're efficient with certain things, you really don't stop to think like, well, I might not be here the next yeah. term. Or I only have really eight years and who's to say where we're at then? And so this is this is why, like, because it's like a trickle-down effect. It's like that's one chink in, in the armor, right? But then gas goes up. Inflation goes up. Then you have a moron like C.P. Joe saying, um, you know, the, or his administration saying, oh, like we're in a transitionary period. Like inflation is not really going to be that much of a problem. We're not in a recession. Uh, uh, gas prices, all these gas companies got to put the price down and, and all this stuff. And it's like, well, you really don't know how the economy works because, like, you're not oil-friendly, which is why the oil price is going up, which is why people are paying astronomical prices or higher prices for to travel. And then you trickle down, and then you see the problems of the of the airlines not being able to manage shit correctly. Yeah, and it's like it, it's like uh, the domino effect. Yeah, yeah, it's every, everything is falling now. Exactly, and that and that's why I felt like this segment was such a worthy segment to talk about because, at, like, what aspect of American life? is normal like it's like groceries are not normal now in society we have all of this debacle with the, you know the the roe versus wade being overturned uh uh gas travel like what aspect of life is is gonna just be like oh well for yeah. the average american this part is good yeah. you know even even watching tv even shows are so politicized everything yeah. oh diversity this and this and that like the craziness surrounding the obi-wan kenobi show of like you know the 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 girl in the show the oh is, is she hired for diversity she can't act but if you say she can't act you're being a racist yeah. and the people that are that the showrunners clearly don't care about obi-wan kenobi as a character all of this stuff so even like somebody that is like god the world is awful i turn on sports you got motherfuckers kneeling and you know uh 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 end racism on on the court and like all of these esg messages and everything like that but let me turn on obi obi-wan kenobi because that's like a relic from the past even there like it's like everywhere you look it's either some sort of political message or it's either, you know, you're spending way too much money, you know, and then in the in on the, the in the midst of, of Independence Day, it's like, man, this is this what it's like to be American? You know? Like that's that's what are we celebrating now? You know, and, and then it's interesting because which we'll get into a, 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 a little bit later with the, the whole, you know, men getting vasectomies in, in the wake of, of Roe versus Wade. But who knows how much divide that's going to bring. So it's like you have all of this stuff now. OK, well, at least let, let me travel. At least let me get like a week out of everything to kind of like decompress and get my yeah. mind away f from all of this. And then boom. Oh hey, your flight was canceled. Oh hey, your flight was delayed. Yeah, you know, and then 
in that in that report, they asked Pete Buttigieg, the transportation secretary, who is probably the worst secretary of transportation ever, because <laughs> this mother was horrible. Like when it came to the, the the ships docking, the supply chain issues, every aspect of 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 what a transportation secretary should be handling. Yeah, he's been awful. And then now in the report, they ask him. And he's oh the airlines they need to deliver, well, like have you given any yeah. sort of incentive? Have you come up with any idea, or are you just you're just talking yeah. <laughs> and expect it to get better? And people vote like like this is what's crazy to me is like you and I we we're into this stuff we research this stuff and 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 we care about this stuff and so. We will look at, we'll find the, the we'll, we'll put together the pieces of the puzzles, the clues, and follow the, the trail of breadcrumbs to get to the point to see like, well, who's who's culpable? And I found it very interesting in the report where he's, Pete Buttigieg is being interviewed and the, inter, the, the reporter says, well, who's to blame? And he says, well, I'm not interested in, in, in the blame game. Right, because you know you're partly to blame. Yeah. You know you and your administration is partly to blame. Like if you start to put the pieces of the puzzle together, you know that you you guys are partly to blame. And so, yeah, of course you don't want to play the blame game. But what's interesting is somebody that maybe paid for a hotel that they can't get a refund on, or a plane ticket they can't get a refund on, or the the the, the airline can book their flight at a time where it no longer coincides with their work schedule or whatever the case, a person like that, they'll bitch and moan about that particular situation. And like, you'll have a very personal, self-centered, narrow view of what's going on. But you won't widen and broaden that perspective to look at, well, on a wider level, who is to blame for all of this stuff? Yes. And so you have all these aspects of your life that are not going the right way. And like, does it affect how you vote yet? Or are you still on yeah. this, this bandwagon? It's yeah, it's all, it's all shit. It's all bad. Um, we live in Chicago, you know, we, it's a big city. I eat out a lot. I know you eat out a lot. Even restaurants, service is down. Like, yeah. it's not great. Um, places we used to go to, it was cool to go to. It's like, man, more dangerous now. Motherfuckers loitering everywhere. Crime is up. Um, Not the same quality that no. you had. But the receipts... Would suggest otherwise. Like this is the most quality you've ever gotten. Yeah, like better this, than ever. Yeah, you know. There, there's this political cartoon that I came across on Twitter. So you got a people in a room. It looks like a like an Al Alcoholics Anonymous meeting, and you got people in a room. And there's the one guy in the front, and then it says "Build Back Better Support Group." That's like you know a sign denoting like you know why these people are gathered. And the guy in the front, he says, "Hi, my name is George." I didn't like mean tweets and now I'm broke and the crowd is saying hello George <laughs> you know like he said yeah you're you know you're part of us now but that literally that literally is is what it is and and what's so wild is as much as people 
Like, they want to make Trump look like deranged and all of this stuff. And, and while he wasn't like a perfect president, no president is, he's way better than the person that we have in office now. And even recently, did you see that uh, Cassidy Hutchinson testimony with the January 6th committee that yeah. Trump tried to, Trump choked uh, 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 a secret <laughs> service guy and he tried to take the wheel and everything like that. Like, And then even the secret service guys that were there said that they would testify. Of course, they're not going to, they're not going to let them testify because it's going to hurt the committee. But the guys that were there said yeah. that that's not true. So yeah. the mainstream media blows up the Cassidy Hutchinson testimony, but the more important news is the people that were actually there because she herself admits she was not there. It's hearsay. She said when she's when she's giving her her testimony, she's saying that somebody told her that this is what happened. Yeah. So you yourself are admitting that you were not there. Yeah. This is what somebody told you, but yet the two people that were there and yeah. are willing to testify to say that that wasn't true. The media won't cover that at all. Of course not. But this is that's part of the problem, though. Is like is like you mothers are so hell bent on making this guy look a certain way, and he's so important to you. He's so important to you that things that are really affecting the American people, nah. you don't want to cover it. And meanwhile, he's still winning states and districts, and people. Yeah, the people the, he's endorsing. Yeah, he's endorsing. So you're not doing anything but wasting your breath, wasting your time. Everyone's tired of it. It's a sham. It's not going to go anywhere. And November's coming. Do you have any plan for anything? <laughs> like, do you have, like, you're not. It's well, not. It, this is what you're saying it is a perfect echo and uh, a, a, a perfect follow up to. How bad right now things are at CNN numbers wise? Did you see the the moon? Yeah, I did watch that. Uh, that was great, right? Yeah. And so, for people that don't know, the there's a YouTube channel called Moon, and he does a lot of um, really interesting video essays on things and companies, things going on in the world and companies. And so he did this one very recent one where he talks about. CNN, like essentially the fall of CNN, yeah. and how bad they're doing. I didn't know we. I know we covered CNN Plus, the demise of it, and yeah. like how hilarious that was. Did you see that a uh, uh, politician? I forgot who it was. She was asking like the Asian CNN lady. She said, "Oh, hey, you want to do an interview? Well, you know what? We'll only air it on CNN Plus. Oh, yeah, that's right. You like you guys don't have that anymore." All right, cool. Well, then never mind. And then it's like, and then like walks away, and the <laughs> no, Asian I didn't see reporters that. like, like doesn't know what to say. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't see that, but but I I didn't know like some of the numbers of it. So the, originally That's they bad. were planning to have two million subscribers. They only got ten thousand, and I didn't know that they put that massive ass amount of money into it. Like it was like three hundred million. Yeah. What? What? Why? Like, I don't understand. <laughs> what the fuck? Like, wh on what? On what? Like, that shit was the. But but how how much power? Honestly, like you think just as on, on some business stuff, how much power will that give? Something like the Daily Wire, 
Whereas like these people squandered $300 million on garbage. It didn't even, it, it barely got 10,000 followers. Epic failure. But meanwhile, you have the Daily Wire. They have however many people they have, but they're putting out movies. They have shows. They have documentaries. Yeah. And I I don't know, but I would imagine I'll be willing to bet that they haven't spent no three hundred no three hundred million dollars. Which was yeah, which you're not understanding though. CNN, what they really were, were doing, it's called performance art, and they wanted to do like a real live version or like the 2022 version or 2021 version. I forget when CNN Plus failed. Of like that was what this year? This year, I think. Oh, yeah, Jesus, uh, of the Hindenburg disaster, but uh-huh. like <laughs> through an app. I see. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, that's just like failed miserably. Three hundred million dollars down the drain, and I wasn't aware. I mean, I knew CNN was like a staple of American like media. I knew yeah. that, but I wasn't aware that many of the most historic moments. Well, they were the original twenty four seven news. Yeah, cycle. yeah. And so I was like, "Holy shit!" Like, you know, this was like a golden goose. Yeah. Of the me- the golden goose of the media, how do you fuck it up that bad? Well, by but by getting caught up in in what the rest of the media is caught up in now is like, yeah. well, rather than be the media, we just want to make Trump look so bad, yeah. and that's what that's what this is all about. And it's been epic for them. It's been epic failure after epic failure yeah. to the point that they're at where they are now. And it, it reminds me of this video that I saw on YouTube where Ted Koppel, he, I don't know if he was being interviewed by Brian Stelter or what, but they were somewhere on a stage and they were they were talking and Ted Koppel kept it real with, with Brian Stelter. He was like, he was like, you're nothing without Donald Trump. You need Donald Trump. You love Donald Trump. Donald Trump is the only thing that's ke- and and uh, that's keeping you afloat. And and Brian Stelter was like, "Oh, stop it! You're just playing to the crowd. Stop it! Stop!" But it turns out that it's true. Yeah, yeah. it turns out that is very true. And, and you know, the sad part about it is, um, you know, as much criticism as I had for for tr- some of the stuff that Trump has done that is now affecting us, I feel on an equal note that like he would rectify shit. Like, when the supply chain situation, he would have had everybody oh, yeah, on the yeah, round yeah, table. Yeah. For whatever whatever fallacies he allowed to take place because of the virus and, and, and some of the, 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 the strategies that... The politics he, behind it. That he deployed. Yeah. I, I feel like he would have he would have had more efficient plans on like cleaning up the mess yeah yeah the oil situation would be a better situation oh that yeah without a doubt yeah that 100 percent without a doubt like that part i wouldn't be worried about the the made in america even even not only just in terms of like the production here in, in the united states but i doubt the 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 steep pricing coming from Russia would be as bad because I doubt that that situation would have even occurred under his watch. Yeah. No. So so even that, then coupled with the 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 grocery situation, I think that would have been better. Obviously, the inflation there was going to be a certain degree of inflation that was was going to happen after all yeah. that money was doled out, but. I believe many measures would have been put in place to help reduce it. Yeah, 
Yeah, perhaps another tax situation. Yeah. Uh, yeah, like cutting taxes across the board. Um, I feel like right now we're on the verge of like, this is bad. We're really in a recession. We just need the numbers to be this bad second quarter, which is it is uh, going into the third quarter. And so it's like, well, and then people are not realizing that like China has been gearing up and we need to see what what's going to go on with that in Taiwan. That'll be even worse. Oh, yeah. And we need like like what, what people don't understand, too, is like that, like the Pacific area right there, like a, a lot of. A lot of trade goes on there, and Taiwan supplies the U.S. with a lot of uh, chips. Yeah, chips for for the military equipment. And so, if your enemy controls that, like the Taiwan situation is way worse than Ukraine, the Ukraine situation. Oh yeah. And Taiwan is not part of NATO, so you kind of have to treat them like they are NATO. Like it's kind of that's a hard. That's like that's like if if China if like you have a bridge where you get like certain supplies that you need to stay alive and then another country comes and then they cut that bridge and I know you can't pass through. Well, you kind of have to pass through. Yeah. So so like people don't understand the complications that can happen once you set a, a precedence of the way you operate is you fall the fuck back and you really don't, you know, you're soft on people and and people don't really even respect you. And honestly, China, I believe they know that the current administration would be the administration to pull it with. But who knows if maybe they haven't done it because where they're at economically, they're not in the strongest place. But who knows if maybe that's the only reason why they haven't made a move is because they're like, well... You know, this could cripple us if if we're not if we're not smart about it. Because otherwise, I don't see why what other reason there would be not to make a move. You know, like I think, I mean, you have you have Sleepy Joe and 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 behind Sleepy Joe you have Kamala Harris. Like, if there was any time, if if I was the enemy of the United States, if there was any time I was going to get greasy, yeah, I I would know that it would be now to do it. Yeah, yeah. But but uh yeah I don't know I don't know so that's the thing this is the current state we're in where things could potentially get worse and uh, the track record just doesn't really make you feel very good about it exactly so and and that's the situation encapsulated you know and it, it's funny because. It's like when you when you talk about something that we just talked about, like how we 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 started with you know travel and 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 the staples of, of of the American lifestyle, and then it sort of evolved into a geopolitical conversation. It sort of makes it seem sort of weird that so many people are concerned about Roe versus Wade. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's like point. of all things, that's what you're concerned. But that's what has you like up in arms. But uh, moving on to the next segment, Tennessee passes a law where they make it a felony for homeless people to sleep in public spaces. Now, uh, uh, 
a, a caveat to that law is that they have to give a 24-hour warning. So, like, let's say there's somebody sleeping, a homeless person sleeping in a public space. They go, hey, you got to get out of here, and then that's it. Come back, they're still there. Or that same person is in another public space, then they can be arrested. I think that's a great law. Turns out there's a lot of people that are upset about it. Now, what I find very interesting about that this whole particular thing is I know why Tennessee is doing what they're doing. They want to pers- they want to preserve as much of the state and the value of the state and the appeal because it's getting a lot of people. Tennessee yeah. is one of those states that a lot of people are moving to. And it's weird because I feel like when we were younger, Tennessee didn't get a lot of like notoriety the way that it does now. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like like I hear a lot of people talk about Tennessee nowadays. Yeah. You know, you always heard people talk about Texas, California, New York, you know, Illinois, not so much, but Chicago definitely. Yes. But but Tennessee, like it it, it 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 it's developing a lot. You got a lot of people moving there, so naturally, they want to keep that flowing. So you you don't want to create a deterrent to that. So you want to you want to preserve the image, the property value, and everything like that. So I understand their aspect. And I and I see where the people that are protesting the law, I see where they're going with it. And it's very interesting the way that people use words. And Tucker Carlson covered this particular word that I'm about to talk about right now. He covered it in a segment some months ago. The people that are protesting the Tennessee law that you know makes it illegal and a felony for people to sleep in homeless people to sleep in public spaces. They say that it's discriminatory, not against homeless people. That's not the word they use, not against homeless. The word they use is it's discriminatory against the unhoused. Uh Now, what's interesting about that particular word, see, if you're homeless, what that suggests is that you are in a circumstance that is of your own doing, being homeless. Yeah. But if you're unhoused, that suggests, that alludes to a house, you deserve a house, that you deserve, yeah. that a house is owed to you. You have a right to a house. You don't. And exactly, you don't. But that's that's a very communist way of phrasing. Yeah. So, the, and, and if you notice and you read, and for people out there that are listening to this, when you look at you know either YouTube videos or you're reading or you're listening to the news or watching the news, it's important to be able to dis- decipher the type of words because yeah. words are important. The type of words that that people in the media use, and when they say on un- the unhoused, it's it's sort of like I don't know if you remember that you don't hear it as much lately because there be, after the virus there was like a, a lot of more pressing issues to to be concerned about. But up until the virus, leading into the in, leading into it. And as we were getting closer to election season, I don't know if you remember, but something that was going along that 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 was latched to the Black Lives Matter movement was the unbanked. Did, <laughs> yeah, do you remember uh, that? Yeah, yeah. And and, and again, that's another unbanked. thing that suggests that like banking 
is a right that yeah. somebody owes you the the nobody the, owes you the, the ability to be banked. Well, no, you have to have certain credit. You have to have a certain amount of money. Yeah. So this idea again, it's socialist, it's communist. This idea that an institution is supposed to deal with you regardless of yeah. your standing in 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 terms of that institution so when it comes to housing it's like well if you're a drug addict and you're all whacked out out of your mind sleeping in the street shitting in the street panhandling this idea that oh somehow a house a a place to live is owed to you and what i like is tennessee in its republican self is like well no fuck all that go somewhere else yeah yeah not only that but the fact that um there's a life has standards that's you know you choose whether you like a certain food and why you like it or the certain restaurant and so that's the standard that they're choosing as far as their their social fabric like no we don't accept that um, another thing, you wouldn't be in these situations unless the government was involved because the government's what makes it impossible for people to, like, I think like 60% of the people that are homeless can't even afford to live somewhere, right? Well, if you couldn't afford to live before somewhere, imagine now. Yeah, and so, yeah, policies you've you've given you've you've lived this life through the government dealing stuff for you. Well, this is a state where the government says, "Nah, fuck that. You go and you handle your shit." But a lot of but you gotta remember a lot of people that are homeless, and I think this is where a lot of people get like sentimental. A lot of these people like they don't want to work. A lot of no. these people they're on drugs. Or they're like severe alcoholics. We're not talking about... There's a difference between a person that's like on hard times. And yes, there are people out there that are homeless that are on hard times. Well, there was like 20%, 20% of, of all homeless people, well, at least for the article that I read for like the for Tennessee, it's like they have mental issues. That's still a way small percentage. Out of 100, there's only 20 people. You know, like... What what so what's the other people's problem? Right. But even then, even then, as a government, it's like well, mental issue or not, yeah, you don't have the right to sleep here. You don't yeah. have the right yeah. to occupy this space because there have always been homeless people, and there was a time where they were more. There was more discretion. They weren't like oh, yeah. so like oh well, I could do whatever I want, man, and fuck you, man, and this and no like. Well, look at Chicago. Right like out. when we grew, when we were growing up, right now, if you go down Canal, like right where the ninety ninety four, no, yeah, like the ninety ninety four fifty five where they merge, yeah. like in those viaducts, that shit is filled with tents. Yeah, it's like this is not somewhere. This wasn't designated for people to put tents and live, and there. it ain't safe. Yeah, and so it's like a whole little society there. And it's like, well... Ride the fuck out. Yeah. All of Montrose, beach area, bums everywhere. This used to be like a nice place where people used to go to the... Now it's like, 
fucked up. Weird shit going on. You know, uh, a lot of like ghetto ass shit going on at the beach. Shootings going on, like stabbing. Yeah. yeah. And so I always tell like uh, people that live in the north side or downtown. And I was like, well, well, you pay the price for what exactly? Because it looks nicer. Because I live in the south side and I don't even deal with. Yeah. <laughs> the shit that you motherfuckers are dealing with. The bums go there and pay and and pay. Yeah, astronomical half, prices. Half the price. So. Yeah, I, I got a big ass yard, peace and quiet. There's no people in tents anywhere. Yeah, no, cool. I'll be a Southsider for life. <laughs> like, yeah. I, you could keep whatever you want, but and then and then it's crazy because some of the people in, in like in that area, um, some of the buildings now they're making them Section Eight. Yeah. So like they're they're telling the tenants, oh you got to move out. <laughs> it's, it's like as backwards, bizarro like, world. Yeah, but hey, this is the world you've created for yourself. But just like Chicago and Illinois, they handle themselves a certain way. Tennessee has the right to make their own laws and be mm-hmm. like, well, this is our standard. Our standard is there's not going to be bums around. Uh, we're not going to have designated areas for, for the quote-unquote unhoused. Find a house. Do you, do you think other states are going to follow? Probably red states. Yeah. See, that's, see the thing about red states... Um, red states are making all the moves. Like, yeah. if this continues, it, 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 it likens back to what I... What the, the quote, the, the tweet that I quoted from Tim Pool last week of like what 30 years are going to look like between red states and blue states. Yeah. It's like red states, it's like, yeah, you know, the cost of living down because, you know, if you want to have a family, there's a possibility to have one. <laughs> and, you know, you want to buy a nice house, yeah. there's a possibility to have one. And guess what? Now we want our places, our shopping centers to be nice and welcoming and safe for your yeah. family. And what are red state? What are blue states gonna be? Dystopian nightmares? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah it's it's. But honestly, wild. like, at what point? Like, we got with Roe versus Wade. That's a big one. Stuff like this, other 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 red states start to follow because I agree with with your sentiment. I think other red states will follow. At what point does it become two just completely different nations? Well, yeah, that's that's uh, the thing um, with with because like honestly, think about it. Did you see Anna Anna Kasparian lose her shit again? Yeah. Oh, oh no, not again. No, because that. Was, <laughs> oh no, not again. Yeah. <laughs> like it, it's funny because uh, let me see if I could find it real quick because she she lost her shit on uh, on. Um, the Young Turks about uh, about the Roe versus Wade officially being overturned because remember before we covered it where yeah. like it was it was the, in, the leak yeah the leak but but now it, it's official. Um, she pretty much said something to the like she was she was losing it and she said something to the effect of I don't care about your Bible I don't care about your mythical book this that and the third like it's very very dismissive of of Christians and their yeah. values and everything. And what I found so interesting about that is, well, the same level of disregard that you're displaying right now, they're starting to display. Yeah. It. And that's why Roe v. Wade was overturned. 
So that's what, that's what happens. Yeah. For every action, there's an equal and opposite reaction. So if you're going to display that level of disregard, you're going to display essentially that level of, of hate, if you will. Yeah. Well, they're going to do the same thing. They're going to do the same. And what's going to be interesting, what's going to be interesting is at the end of the day, like Tim Pool said, 30 years from now, we're going to see who was better off. Yeah. We don't know right now. We don't know. It's not looking like the blue is going to be better off, but no. we don't know. We don't know. But but at the end of the day, we're going to see we're going to see who's better off. And that's where things are at. And 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 that's what's so interesting is that you always want to display all this level of disregard. But when you're smacked with the same, you're losing it. Yeah. I'll give you an example. So in the midst of Roe versus Wade being overturned, there have been a bunch of municipalities, counties, state officials that have come out and said that they're not going to enforce the abortion laws in 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 their in their whatever wherever they have authority over, they're not going to enforce the the abortion laws as they have the right to as. I mean, you know. No, they don't have the right to because, like, no, like if you're if you're in a state that's saying if you're like, let's say you're the sheriff. So not the state. It's like the actual town. It's like the state. The the state is like, oh, there's no more abortion. Yeah. But you're a liberal sheriff, and it's like I'm I'm just saying sheriff for the sake of argument. You're a liberal sheriff, and it's like, oh, well, I'm not going to enforce that. Well, well, you're breaking the law now. Because, oh, yeah, because yeah, yeah. I thought you meant on a state by state. No, no, You're no. The these particular like, people yeah. in these municipalities can't, well, can't or, or, or whatever. Now, what's funny is, what's funny is, that's fine if you want to do that. That that that's because to a certain degree, I rock with like like for instance, like I rocked with the sheriffs that that didn't enforce like the the lockdowns when it yeah. came to the virus and stuff like that. But what happens is when you do that, what you do is you set a precedent for another state to do the same thing. So now how how much would liberals lose it if now because, you know, the they, they, that bipartisan uh, gun laws that, that they just passed, like the red flag gun laws, and they, they bumped up the age yeah. and, and, and whatnot. Or, yeah, so it's like the boyfriend loophole. There's a few different gun laws that they passed with the in in the Senate recently. Now, what if what if certain places were like, oh, well, we're not going to enforce that because we don't like that. So what you start yeah. to do is you start to set a precedent where it's like it becomes lawlessness. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? And and, and so really, that's the importance of the Constitution because see, them locking down. And, and and that's the beautiful thing about the Constitution. A lot of people that hate the Constitution are gonna hate to hear me say this, but I think it's pretty fitting, especially in you know in, in the midst of 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 the Fourth of July, Independence Day. Those lockdowns for the virus, those were not constitutional. Oh yeah. But see, the Roe versus Wade thing being overturned. That was constitutional because the the problem was is that Roe versus Wade abortion was never a constitutional right to begin with. Yeah, yeah, and, and so and that it was bad it, law. That exactly it was it was decided erroneously, and so at the end of the day, you had that's what it really boils down to. See, people not going against people going against the, these gun laws that technically 
the gun laws are technically unconstitutional. Yeah. So in, in that law that we're talking about right now, the that the that the Senate just passed, that eventually could go to the Supreme Court, and it could get overturned. Well, and didn't a bunch- part of part of it get? Uh, overturned or something like that. No, so in, in so what got overturned was was a law that was in the Supreme Court, uh, uh, the the New York concealed carry law. Yes, that and one. so that sets a precedent for other states. Yes, which was a big win. That was a big Second Amendment win. But the bill that that passed in the House and the Senate, which is like. It incentivizes states to have red flag laws, yeah. which I hate that shit. Like to me, that's one of the scariest things because a red flag could be anything. Like a red flag yeah. could be like you, let's say on social media, you go to the range and you post that you were you were there, and somebody that doesn't like you could be like, oh hey man, this guy like he threatened me one day or whatever. A red, you could be uh, there could be a red flag off yeah. of that, and now if a judge deems you dangerous yeah guess what you can't buy a gun yeah because a red flag law that really makes stuff complicated like imagine if they had red flag uh laws for traveling right you know like after 9-11 <laughs> what the fuck are even they gonna if do it to- doesn't go to any other aspect in society just being able to defend yourself yeah. like you're telling me i can't buy a gun to protect or defend yeah. myself because somebody said something and some judge found it credible? Yeah. Nah, that's ridiculous. You know what I'm saying? And so uh, the other one, it was like the boyfriend loophole where like if if there was like a domestic charge or something, uh, uh, like if, if, if you've been, uh, uh, which I understand the logic of that, but my thing is like, well, does that still apply if you're not with that person anymore? Yeah. You know, so there's a lot of there's a lot of complication to it. And um and uh the other one is uh that it, it, it bumps up the age to from 18 to 21 to be able to buy a gun. You know, yeah, all yeah, of this yeah. it's, it's a lot of nonsense. And so when there might be 18-year-olds that are more proficient with weapons than some 30, 40 year old guys, you know, but all of this is the, the bipartisan agreement that they came to. And, uh, but I only bring all of that up to say that like, well, what if red states saying, well, we're not going to enforce that law. Yeah. Now the liberals are going to be mad. And so that's the, that's the, the chain it's reaction. A slippery slope of that, uh, breaking that, the law that it, it causes. Um, and obviously, we were just talking a little bit about Roe versus Wade in the final segment. You got guys that are in the name of standing with Roe versus <laughs> in standing with women. They're getting a vasectomy. What are your thoughts on that? Well, my first question was, well, are they getting vasectomies to be like, well, shit, if this girl can't get an abortion, let me be proactive. And in that case, I would have been like, well, I, at least you're proactive. At least you're you're looking, you know, like if you believe in something and you're like, well, I'm going to raw dog it to the day I die. It was like, okay, well, uh, to each their own. Um, but if they're just doing it as like some type of protest or well, standing the, with women. The New York Post article that I yeah. read 
that's what is suggested because even even in the particular article the guy he states how he's getting it because his here's his his tweet since Roe versus Wade has been overturned I have scheduled a consultation for a vasectomy since my rights haven't been stripped from me I will use them in whatever way I can so this it, yes this is this is in protest this is this is political. These hoes need love. <laughs> he just looks up into the sky. Like I'm not it's an like, American like flag. we're not talking about guys that like we're planning to give vasectomies yeah. to begin with. These are guys that want to do it because they think like oh it makes them cool or like women like like the in in this very article that I read there's there's one woman where she says that if you want to sleep with her, you have to have a vasectomy like she's not gonna sleep so first off how would you even know like yeah, that's that is true because like you could you you guys can have sex and he could be like i lied and then he yeah. runs off and then i'm like well he lied yeah so like like how would you even know number one and it's so interesting like these these false equivalents so in your mind let me get this straight. In your mind, a guy getting a vasectomy is more of a worthy endeavor or should be more of a priority than you not being able to kill a possible child? Like, this makes more sense to you? Yeah, yeah. And not only that, too, like... Where are your priorities too? Like, is this really what? Just use protection. There's, there's a lot of other a lot stuff of that you could use. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know um, why you're so adamant about this. Like, I don't. I have a feeling that a lot understand. of these guys are doing that or saying that to get like notoriety from from these people but he's she's not gonna sleep with you dude she's gonna sleep with the guy that's the cool guy that, that doesn't, doesn't have fuck, a that me. doesn't even fuck about Roe versus yeah. Wade he and don't that, even know what Roe versus Wade is <laughs> <laughs> a man's gonna get in those pants and not so even call her think, back what do you think of Roe versus Wade <laughs> oh is, is that the fight this weekend <laughs> is it like Roe Ro versus Wade they're fighting each other I gotta get I gotta get brownie points. No abortion. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, they, that's that's that's. To me, to me, uh, if you want to be proactive about it, and if you like, I said you're adamant, you ain't doing the no rubber thing. I mean, I don't, I still don't think that people should be just sleeping with anybody. You should have some type of standard. I think today's episode is about standards across the board and how yeah. they've lessened in all areas and facets of life in America. And so here we are, like, talking about dudes getting vasectomies to get brownie points for women. That's sad. You don't need to do all that. She was going to sleep with you anyway. and Or she wasn't. Yeah. Anyway. But I don't think the vasectomy in most No, I said she wasn't going to sleep with you anyway. She was going to sleep with... Yeah. (laughs) with another dude so that that's like my thing that's my point whether she was or wasn't 
I don't think the vasectomy. Like I, I, I don't think there's gonna be many cases where it's like like she's on the fence, and it's like <laughs> oh well the vasectomy. Like man, you know I I I wasn't gonna deal with this guy, but yeah. he had a vasectomy, and that, that's what like really pushed me over the fence. Like that's what did it for me. That yeah. knowing he had that vasectomy. Yeah. And two, like, what that are you in the dating dead, game for? Dead man juice. <laughs> <laughs> dead man juice. That's all I want. <laughs> no, like, yeah, like, to me, it's a lot more complicated than that. And also, like, where we're at. Like, what are you, where's the, where are the women at? Where are the men at when it comes to that? Like, what are you looking for? Because the I, I I think sometimes people make a bigger deal out of something that isn't as big of a deal and what I'm saying is like I don't at least I don't know maybe maybe there is like women that get like abortions every week or every month or something because like were, were abortions that common common I'd like uh, to see the numbers on that because well the numbers that I looked at recently it showed that the majority of abortions were it, it was abortion was being used as a birth control method so it was the majority wasn't rape the majority wasn't incest the majority wasn't complicated pregnancy yeah. the majority was i fucked up get it out of me which is kind of wild yeah yeah because if, if that's what your worry if that's what your worry is like, like, where's the accountability? Where's the responsibility? Yeah. Where's the preparation? Where's the foresight? No, it's it's non-existent. Yeah, because like we live in a society right now, as it currently stands, it might be under attack in the next few years, in the next few months. But f- from the moment that we've been in our adulthood, such a thing as Plan B. Like, if the dude nutted inside you. You get a plan B. Like, that is an option. How are you pregnant several months? Like, if, but, if abortion but, but is such got, a big got, thing. But but see, that's that's where, where like, it, this could get real interesting and real philosophical because... Let, let's keep it real. I don't... There's no other way to say it. A lot of these hoes, they're out here. Right. So, you know what I'm saying? Like, there's... There, like, that Maury shit of, like... Who's the daddy? We tested 15 guys. Yeah. The 16th guy. Oh, I know for sure he's the daddy because they didn't look just like him. Uh, the, the the test results reveal that you're not the father. They're just dancing. Can't touch this thing. Yeah, I'm a free man. And then the chick, What's the greatest part is they're crying. Yeah, and they run off. Like if somebody did something bad to them. like the 15th time you ran off. You think you'd get used to this. the 16th time. Maybe Maury's the father, <laughs> but but Maury's been getting busy. But but that like that particular example that we gave of you know fifteen sixteen, that might be a little bit extreme, even though I'm sure some cases like that do exist. But to not know between three or four, that's probably more commonplace. Yeah, and so. You, meaning the chick, may be up at that clinic getting getting that little bundle of joy dis- 
you know decapitated decapitated really. inside of you yeah because for the simple fact or the shame of you don't even know who it belongs to you know what i'm saying yeah so there's a lot of that you know and then there's a lot of you know other issues sobriety like oh well you know, I linked up with this guy and that guy. I was drunk both times. I don't even know if they nutted in me. You know, all that type of shit. Yeah. Modern day issues people face. Yeah. Things of- that the red states seemed like they want to get away from. Which I another thing I do find interesting is like how so many, the majority of the protests uh, in regards to abortion are happening in states that still allow abortion. <laughs> yeah. It's like you're not seeing the all of this in like states that 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 have banned it even though that they are happening but not to the magnitude that you're seeing it in states where it's still legal. So that in and of itself is is a little bit odd to me. Odd and also like perhaps like LeBron did several times, switch teams. Like, if you don't like Tennessee or if you don't like Texas, move to California, move to Illinois. You know, if it's that big of an issue, yeah, yeah. Like, like if, because that's the other thing. Like again, very interesting rabbit hole is like, imagine you live in a place where every other aspect of your life is exactly the way you want it to be, yeah. except so you got you know lower taxes, good quality of life. A lot of bang for your buck. All the good stuff. But you can't have an abortion. Is it really that much of an issue? Will it affect you that much where you'd be willing to uproot all the other good aspects? Yeah. To move to like a place where you could have an abortion, but none of that other stuff. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, are y'all getting abortions like that? Yeah. They're like going to 7-Eleven. You know what I'm saying? Like, like Jesus. you know, <laughs> I don't know. It's interesting. <laughs> that's, what, that's where the all abortions happen? 7-Eleven? <laughs> I didn't know this. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's weird. We live in, in weird times. Well, that's our episode for this week. Thank you guys so much for listening. The show continues to grow because you guys keep listening. So keep on listening. Remember, if we talk about something you know somebody would be interested in, please share the episode with them. We're on all podcast platforms. If you're listening to us on Apple or Spotify, give us a five-star review. It helps us out a lot. If you want to help us stay independent, go to our website. You can donate an amount of your choosing or buy some merch. We'll see you guys next week. We're out. Peace. Peace.